I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, welcome to the Basketball Addicts Podcast. Wow, we got a dance. Chris is going at it. Okay. Um, you know, today we got the top 25 players of the NBA next season. Um, the previous podcast was about talking about the reacting to the NBA news of the past two weeks. So we really went, was a fun talk. But today, man, it's top 25 players of <laughs> next season. Oh, I can't wait to clip that and put that on You're about to go viral. Hey, what? What? You're going to go viral. It's okay, I don't want to go viral. You? Hey, you are today. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, you, you don't know. I really am going to put at least three clips of that. There was a good 30-second clip right there, so that's going to cut up into a nice 215 clips in one 30-second one. That's crazy. That's crazy. It'd be your own people. It be your own people. <laughs> it be your own. It be your own people. I swear. I swear it be your own people. That's you just wait. I really. That's. It's gonna be good, Chris. You might have to do. If that gets more than five hundred views on each one, you're gonna have to do it every time now. <laughs> Don't do that. No. Hey, hey, hey! It's it's for the people. It's not for me. It's not like I'm gonna enjoy watching this go on TikTok. It's gonna be okay. Whatever. (laughs) I am not kidding. This is not a joke. I really am gonna do it. All right, for all you guys listening out there, if you see the TikTok, do not click it. (laughs) Hey, bro! I'm gonna post on Insta too. You know, just because. No, not on Insta too. I don't there. Actually, no people on Insta. Don't do that. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. That ain't cool. Uh, <laughs> I really, you know, it's 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 gonna be a lot of fun. I can't wait to see that happen. Okay. Okay. I am though. Oh. All right, well, um, you know, today we're going to be talking about 20, top 25 players in the NBA for next season. Uh, it's a little bit of a projection based on how we can see some players play and grow and um, the growth and possibilities for next year. So <clears throat> are you ready to kick it to the top 25, starting with number 25? 
I got a, I got I got something to say real quick. <clears throat> All right. I'm gonna lean in real close so you can really get you know we're gonna get real intimate. I'm gonna say exactly what I gotta say. You listening? Yeah. LeBron James, best player of all time. <laughs> all time. All time. All time. <laughs> That's true. All That's time. a fact. Okay. Check check <laughs> out our old episodes where we ranked all time play greatest players about a year ago. It's a good. It's about a, good a year ago. Year ago. <laughs> That's a five second clip right there. Thank you. <laughs> Oh my god! I can't do nothing. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> if I find that 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 uh song, you're fucked. <laughs> That's, crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. Ah, you just wait. I'm, you're about to see some serious creativity to come from me. Okay. Uh, All right. From one creative player to another, we're going to start with the top 25 player. The 25th player is very creative. His name's Lamelo Ball. Okay. It's a big introduction right there. The guy was averaging around 26 and something. Um, you know, he... The reason why really high on him one is he's gonna have all the keys to the offense i mean this guy is gonna have all the freedom they're moving away from james bergano bergano his last name was tough to pronounce his old head coach that got fired um he was a spurs descendant it's not really a good fit with the way lamello likes to play um so he lamello ball is gonna be playing with a lot of freedom next year a lot of creativity and i really think he's gonna be a 24 25 points per game scorer I feel like for a while now, his shot creation from the perimeter has slowly developed. I feel like this is going to break through next year where this dynamic of his passing and his um, scoring is going to intersect. And they're gonna, it's going to lead to winning because this team was a borderline play-in team uh, this year or was number 10 seed or something like that. Yeah. And uh, I could really see LaMelo Ball being the 25th guy. And uh, what do you think about that? Oh, I couldn't agree with more. I told you, I like the the Charlotte Hornets. They're a really exciting team. Melo's mm-hmm. really exciting. Um, like and like you said, like you know, that slow, really methodical kind of like pace of basketball is not really his style. We've seen the way he played mm-hmm. basketball. If you look at any of his like high school clips when he was younger, playing for Chino mm-hmm. Hills with his brothers, it's yeah. really quick up and down. It's like lightning fast passes all the way there. Yeah. A lot mm-hmm. of like. That's gonna when he when they truly truly allow him to unlock his potential on the court by get when they give mm-hmm. him the keys to the offense like more like last year but you'll see more of that. Um, <clears throat> that's when you're really gonna see this man shine like in a way yeah. that you probably haven't seen before because like he has all like this team is so young so gifted mm-hmm. so athletic so yeah. once they start running that style of basketball where it's like oh we down the court like okay mm. we back now this way okay boom 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 you're gonna start seeing it and it's gonna start coming together really nicely yeah i agree and i think another thing that i don't want to not talk about before we move on to the next guy is that ability to pass the basketball like he does uplifts all of his teammates you can't mm-hmm. like i understand some people love ant but Lamella Ball was the better player last year from that draft class still. Because, yes, Ant is averaging more points per game. But his ability to uplift his teammates and make everybody else better around him is so much more than statistical analysis of what you can put into that. So you have to really factor that into things. He's still he's gotta he's gonna lower the turnovers as he ages. But you know, I, I think Lamella Ball is definitely somebody that's gonna be this 
top 25 guy um yeah all that talk lavar ball did was basically like he was talking about lonzo ball but it should have been like but my youngest son <laughs> like yeah yeah i could hype up lonzo all i want but i don't have to because of mellow's that guy okay yeah <laughs> all right um you know that was there was no fake hype in Lamelo ball um yeah get special um are you ready to go to the next guy <clears throat> yeah all right, this guy had great stats last year. I think it was like 26 points per game, five assists, four or five rebounds. And Shea Gilgis Alexander, he's been cooking on the Oklahoma City Thunder next year. He's a younger guy. He's going to develop. He's going to get better. He's going to have more good pieces around him. He's a really good scorer. He plays at his own pace. He's really good going downhill, really good passer. Um, and this guy's just going to get only better. I think this is – bless you. Thank he's you. definitely the star of this team moving forward, and I feel like he's going to be definitely a stamped number 24th player on the list. And what do you think about that? Yeah, I, I can agree with that as well. Shea, you know, like you said, like he's really, you know, plays at his own pace. He's a really good scorer. Mm-hmm. I think that yeah. putting him next to Josh Giddy and then also adding that Chet Holmgren will really allow him to really, you know, come into his mm-hmm. own. Because, like, the younger the players, the more time they have to develop. And that's a big thing with OKC. Mm-hmm. Is like, you know, a lot of the players that they drafted were, you know, okay in college, great in college. But they really just need those reps. That's why I'm glad there's no better yeah. players on there because they just need to get, okay, Shea needed time. He had he had to get to this point. Yeah. Um. Josh Giddy needed time. He had to get to this point. Chet's gonna need time. He has to get to that point. So the fact that they have such a young core over there, you know, young exciting core, is gonna look great next year. I think that Shea will be a twenty. Will be like the top twenty four player because he's gonna just he's gonna he's gonna reach a next the next level because it seems like every year he gets better. And that shows uh-huh. that he works. So he's he's probably working right now. It's, it's of course it's not behind it's behind the scenes because he's not in such a big market. Nobody really knows that much mm-hmm. um, when it comes to him. But we're gonna see him take on a whole another level of play next year. Yeah, I bet you fifty percent of NBA fans don't know he averages more than twenty six a game. Like yeah, uh, yeah, he's 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 one of those guys that's you know slept on just because of situation. But he's definitely it's a good thing for him. He's made a good career out of himself, and uh, yeah. You ready to kick it to the next guy? Yeah. The next guy is a guy who was in the playoffs last year, number 23, Zach Levine. What mm. do we think about Zach Levine heading into next year? Oh, 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 oh. Zach Levine? He just got paid, mm-hmm. too. So I think mm-hmm. we're just going to see a lot more of the same, which is just like this dominant, you know, kind of inside, outside, but not but like not in the mid-range sense, but more inside the, like the long-range sense, and then mm-hmm. like just high-flying. That's what we're going to see, because that team really fits him well, especially once Lonzo yes. comes back, because that takes a lot of the pressure off of Caruso mm-hmm. and those other players that have to make decisions, because Lonzo's like one of the greatest yeah. decision-makers on that team. In the league. LeBron's still in the league. <laughs> I, you said, oh, I thought you said one of the greatest. I said on that team. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, you know, so I just see, like, Zach Levine just doing more of the same. I think he's going to average probably around, like, 28 points per game, honestly. Mm-hmm. I mean, but the thing is, though, it's like, can he figure it out with DeRozan? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure as DeRozan ages, he's going to keep on getting more of the... The, the minutes and like the touches and the offensive system i think they do need to make things a little better by not forcing him to be in the mid-range i feel like mm-hmm. they did a little too much to keep congruency as a team when demar DeRozan was off the floor i think they need because before last year he was a 
traditional, not traditional, but James Harden-like guy where it's either a three-point shot that's contested but the type of shots I can make or I'm finishing at the rim and there was Mm -hmm. like no mid-range. And so it's kind of, he was played out of his own game last year. Yeah. So, you know, I just, I expect him to continue getting better. Um, Yeah. He's, He's a worker, man worker he, he's you can't deny the amount of skill that he's developed over the past six years um that's that's called that's hard work right there so he should be proud of himself i think he's just going to continue to get better <clears throat> he's came a long way from minnesota yeah that's true because he used to just be a leaper yeah he used to be just a guy that finishes around the rim mm-hmm. but now it's it's like it's secondary to his great perimeter shot creation for himself exactly yeah, that's 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 hard work. <clears throat> All right, you ready to go to the next guy? Yeah. The next guy is number twenty-two, Jalen Brown, NBA Finals guy. You know, Jalen Brown, number twenty-two. What do we think about Jalen Brown? <clears throat> Jalen Brown, I think, mm-hmm. has been slept on for a little bit. Um, yeah. Because like last playoffs, a couple months ago. Psh- he put the world on notice. <laughs> he it's said, true. it's not just Jason Tatum over here. It's Jalen Brown, too. Mm-hmm. Not yeah. just JT. We got a JB. Um, mm-hmm. Because, man, oh, my gosh. At some, at, you know, at some points during the playoffs, I was just like, damn, like, I just need Jason. I, I, I was like, Jalen Brown, get a bucket. <laughs> like, not Jason Tatum. Jalen Brown, get us a bucket. Because he was leading mm-hmm. the team, basically. Like, he was the, the true focal point scoring-wise. For that team, like they was like, okay, mm-hmm. Jalen Brown get the ball, we all get out the way. Jason Tatum gonna stay back here. I mean, I just feel like it's gonna be just more of the same. He's gonna become, he's gonna come more into his own because he slept on. Be aware of Jalen mm-hmm. Brown next year. Be aware, like though, just because he gets overshadowed a lot by Jason Tatum because everybody's like, oh, it's Jason mm-hmm. Tatum's team, Jason Tatum, Jason Tatum, yeah. Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Jalen Brown. yeah i agree man jalen brown is he's a great shot creator for himself he's he knows how to he he's gotten a lot better at shifting gears what i mean by that is he'll go from kind of trying to slow you down off those first few steps and then he'll explode and use his athletic gifts it'll just go by right he's he's kind of really good at that um Mm -hmm. You know, he's also a worker. He's kind of like Jonathan Kamingo, where Jonathan Kamingo's first season in the NBA, he's a defensive guy, right? He doesn't have much else of a role. Jalen Brown's first year in the NBA was defensive guy, defensive guy and athletic. And, you know, so he's kept that throughout his career. He's always been a great defender. Um, and, you know, he's a key to that team as well from what they do defensively. And he's he's gotten better as a passer as well. He knows when to take shots. He just knows when to be aggressive. He's definitely matured a lot um and i really feel like he's definitely very deserving the spot man 22 is a good spot for him next head in the next year yeah <clears throat> all right you ready to kick it the next guy yes sir oh my goodness this guy is so disrespected number 21 is carl anthony towns what are we thinking about him oh chris oh my gosh carl anthony towns is really disrespected okay yes. look <clears throat> outside of like the fact that he's dating like my dream girl jordan woods that's besides the point so i don't really like him because of that but <laughs> <laughs> what if I told you I have no clue who Jordan Woods is? Wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's all I got to say. Um, but yeah, so I, 
I think that he's probably one of the best shooting big men that I've seen, you know what I mean, in the past couple years. Um, he's definitely mm-hmm. in a semi-bad situation because there's no way that he shouldn't be the best player on that team and mm-hmm. we should be looking at him to take those big shots to make those big moments we should be looking yeah. at him to do those things but instead we're like ant just came in a year ago he's our guy <laughs> well, you mm-hmm. know what i mean like that's really what happened it's really truly he's very disrespected i can agree with that because they really just was like i like this more <laughs> move to the side <laughs> like that's basically i like pineapples like what i don't like just water it's like i don't know it's the best uh-huh. way i can describe it you know even with illustrated but definitely respected big man i want to see him like really truly i mean because i know he's like he's in that point where he's like i think a couple years ago i think he had like 20 plus like 29 points per game or something crazy like that it's just like i just want to see more of that take your team back at, you know what I mean, and learn how to flourish within him because, like, there's like they really scooted him off to the side. Was like, I we like Anthony, yeah. we like you know, we like Ant Man better than you, cat. We don't want to play with you anymore and throw him away. It was like, okay, <laughs> but you look what you put around me. Like, what do you want? What do you expect me to do? Mm-hmm. What do you expect me to do? Yeah, with everything. Go, go ahead. ahead. No, you go ahead. Yeah, I uh. He's a, just a guy in the, stuck in the wrong situation. First things first, last year he should have been the highest shooting guy. The guy that get the most touches. He doesn't get more than 20 touches a game at, like, scoring. He doesn't get mo- more than 20 shots up a game. Um, you know, he... What he really... His issue is his scheme. The way they build teams around him just doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, you know, with Rudy Gobert there now, his stats are going to go down more because they have another center in there and he's going to be forced to do more perimeter things. And, you know, they're just using him terribly. It's like if the Toronto Raptors would have, like, let's say, no. I guess if the Toronto Raptors would have had Chris Bosh. You remember when they had Chris Bosh? And they would have had guards, and they would have had a center, and they would have said, you know what, Chris Bosh, we're just going to force you to stand at the three-point line like we're, you know, we have LeBron James and Dwayne Wade on our team. You know what I mean? We're going to force you to stand out there. Like, Cat's so much better than that. Cat's so much more grand than that. Cat's an easy 25 and 10, 26 and 10, 27 and 10, if he was used correctly. I mean, it's just he just does so many things on the floor, and he's so such a great three-point shooter as well. It's just they don't know how to build a team over there in Minnesota. They just um, – so, you know, he, even though he might be the 21st best player, his stats are not going to show that. Yeah. Sadly. Sadly. No. So what do you think about uh, number 20? We've got DeMar DeRozan. Ooh, DeMar DeRozan. I don't know what was going on in Toronto and in, like, San Antonio. Like, we saw, like, this in Toronto, right? And then, like, San Antonio Mm, was, like, he was, like, okay, I don't know. Like, I'm trying to be that guy, but that's another guy who is just that guy. Like, he's really, like, I don't know, like... I think he hit, like, back-to-back clutch shots, like, something crazy like that. Like, they was like, we didn't even know DeMar DeRozan was clutch like that. Like, how did you not know? Um, <laughs> like, I just, 
I feel like as he ages, it's going to be just more of the same. I feel like we're not going to see him really come downhill anymore as much. I think he's really just going to learn how to operate really well in that mid-range and live within his own game. And that's what's going to mm. make it, that's going to take him to new heights. Because as long as he don't have to, like, bump in bodies all night, especially, at, you know, because he's getting older, you just live within that mid-range, and then he's going to just he's going to do great. I think he's going to be another, what, 20-plus point-per-game score next year. I mean, it's going to be more of the same, and they're going to figure it out with Zach Levine, and then we're going to see the Chicago Bulls in the playoffs again. Yeah, I honestly disagree a little bit. I think the reason why we saw an influx in his stats <clears throat> was because of rule changes. They came out and said, oh, we won't let any, you know, you bump into somebody's body and you try to draw a foul. We're not going to call that anymore, right? We saw a lot of Luka Doncic and Trey Young putting up all these stats last the year before last year, and they had all these issues that were getting me savings and trying to adjust to the new rules. Well, DeMar DeRozan's game has always been ISO guy. I have to sit tough shots in the mid-range. I don't really cheat. It's not like I'm out here like bumping bodies and you know faking and falling down like DeMar DeRozan has like a Kobe Bryant like game like he has great fundamentals great footwork all those type of things and it doesn't matter if the rules are for or against him he was still going to do whatever he did so he got a little bit of an inflation in stats because you know it was harder to score last year because of the rule changes so a guy like him became more valuable so you know that's that's why he is uh where he is and that's why i think his stats increased okay yeah <clears throat> all right you ready to kick it the next guy yeah all right well the next guy has a lot of ifs a lot of question marks if he's healthy if he really does look like a zeus we're talking about zion williamson here in 19 man had like 26 and 12 before he was hurt like a year ago maybe two years ago we don't know what he is we don't know how healthy he is but you know this guy used to be dominant for like his short periods of time so what do you think about zion here at 19 i feel like the fact that i mean like yeah he's here's their cornerstone of the franchise but i can agree with that um, because, like, I wouldn't put him too high because, we, you know, he was out. You know what I mean? So, like, if he's going to be – if his career is going to continue to be injury-prone where he's just like, I'm always hurt because I can't, it's hard for me to keep lifting up this big frame. But when he does play on mm. the court, you can't deny that there is talent there. He knows how – he understands oh, yeah. the game of basketball. He knows how to play the basketball. He can dominate the game of basketball. That is not yes. many players who can dom- – but he can dominate the game of basketball if he, you know, if he just slims down a little bit. So I would say that – Coming into next season, if he could play a whole season healthy without too many nagging injuries at like indefinitely or like months at a time, then I can see it happen. Mm-hmm. I can see him going forward and even being like coming up, coming up into the top ten projected eventually. Yeah, yeah. His his upside is really high because his game is much different than college. When he was in the NBA, it was like he was running the pick and rolls as the guard and making decisions and being a good passer and attacking the basket. He, he didn't play like people expected him to play. People expected him to play like Charles Barkley and just post and, you know, body somebody underneath the rim and use his size and just finish around the rim. He didn't play like that, so he's skilled. And it's going to be interesting to see the way he plays and the way they use him. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be very interesting. You ready to kick it to the next guy? Yeah. 
All right, at number 18, we're talking high-tier trade asset here, Donovan Mitchell. What do you think about Donovan Mitchell? Don, spider? Donovan. Yes, Mitchell. Spider, Spider. Um, <clears throat> yeah. I mean, I really don't see him being with the Utah Jazz next year. Next no. season, I think he's going to get traded before that, mm-hmm. before the season starts, where he might get traded at the All-Star break. Who knows? Um, mm-hmm. But even at that point, I mean, we still seen – a lot of things last year for one um i think next going into next year i think it's gonna be a little bit different for him because he won't have it's really go bear blocking you know guarding the hole all day so i mean like it's gonna be it's gonna open that the court up a lot more for him to for him to operate you know what i mean you don't have somebody mm-hmm. else on the team who thinks that oh yeah I'm, I, I'm the defensive player of the year i'm better than you donovan but no i'm the guy this is i'm the guy you know like you ever yeah. seen um spy kids Yes, what been a while? I think the last one he was like, he's not the guy. I'm the guy. Like he, he like that. That's who he's I the guy. I don't remember it, but it's oh, okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, like it's just more of the same. Just 25 plus points mm-hmm. a game. I mean, he's a phenomenal scorer. He's just going to just go somewhere and just really just truly come into his own more mm-hmm. than he did in Utah. I mean, I feel like Utah didn't quite stifle his growth, but the fact that he was just el- I was eliminated so many times. We never got to see what you know his potential truly, truly can be could, could become in the playoff setting because that's when the level of play you know really elevates. He doesn't have the right team around him, so I feel like once they put the right team around him, we're really gonna see Donovan Mitchell really, really, truly, truly, truly hit his prime. Yeah, I think this guy's just such a special player. He's done crazy things in the playoffs, 40-point games, 50-point games. He's he's a nuclear explosion waiting to happen scoring-wise. So, yeah, it's going to be very interesting to see where where he ends up and how he's used systematically speaking, but he's, he's special. So, yeah, what do you uh, think about the 17th guy, another two-guard, Devin Booker? Devin Booker, for me at least, I mean, we know he's a great scorer and things like that, but how do I put this? And I don't want to say it sound crazy with it. Phenomenal shot creator. I just feel like, you know, with that whole Chris Paul thing, like he elevates and makes the team better. He might like kind of inflated his stats a little bit. Because, I mean, like he was already like really, really good scorer, but I feel like just to add it you know with Chris Paul it's just like now he's like he thinks he's a little bit better than maybe what he could be maybe. a little bit yeah. a little bit um but I mean with that same team I mean you're just going to have the same result I mean I feel like he's mm-hmm. I what I want to say is that you know he's supposed he's like one of one of Kobe's many protégés you know like outside of Jason Tatum and I just think that you know maybe he'll just we know that he's a worker because Kobe wouldn't align with himself if he wasn't. So we should see mm-hmm. more of the same. I mean, like, I'm. it's hard to really ch- say otherwise because I don't – I mean, I, he's still pretty young. I really don't see him slowing down right away. So mm-hmm. I just – maybe a 28 points per game score possibly. Um, It just depends because, like, this is hard. To, okay, so what I'm going to say is, like, it's hard to judge this one is because we don't know what the team's going to look like next year mm-hmm. because – the Suns was a possible KD trade destination. So if KD mm-hmm. comes, he's definitely not going to get the lion's share of the ball anymore. Mm-hmm. They're not going to, you know, he KD's going to take majority of the shots. 
and then he's gonna have mm-hmm. to take a, a semi back seat. So I mean, like I, I really can't tell you. Yeah, I uh, I could see where you're coming from. I personally think Chris Paul negative negative negativated ne- put out their negatives as a team, which was they didn't have the basketball IQ, they didn't have the passing, they didn't have that guy that was the leader to lead them mentally pre Chris Paul. And I think Chris Paul's rubbed off of a D book a little bit. I think D book understands how to win better. I think he knows when to score, when to shoot, kind of how to play strategically, how to be as a leader, how to you know read defenses, how do you lead teammates? I think I think Chris Paul is really rubbed off on him. And even though Donovan Mitchell might have better playoff stats, for example, I think Devin Booker is the better winner from the two. I think his mental mentality. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Melody is just in a better spot. Um, so the, that's what I'm thinking for number 17 uh we're gonna go ahead and um and i'm gonna go ahead and uh transition to number 16 for 16th guy for me is number 16 is a guy who's just in contract issues having issues contracts wise trying to get into an agreement and his name is Kyrie Irving now when we're projecting Kyrie Irving for next year man this guy's a 27 point per game scorer you know Kyrie Irving's such a special bucket I mean he is so skilled on his own team and if you put him on like the Oklahoma City Thunder and you just trade him out for Shea Gilgis he'd probably average 30 but Kyrie has his weaknesses Kyrie's not a good defender. He's not a good passer. He's a point guard. So he he's just he's he's flawed to a certain extent. And I I think Kyrie Irving at sixteen, it's a good example to say that the league's in a really good place. The top fifteen guys on this list are ridiculous. I mean, all fifteen of these guys are special. The top ten is special, special, special. So. You know, this is a good indicator of how good the NBA is right now. And, you know, it's just an exciting time to be a basketball fan. And it's an exciting time to be, you know, because Kyrie is just so special with the ball in his hands. Like, all the political stuff, you want to talk about COVID, you want to talk about anything you want to talk about. But you can't say Kyrie Irving is not skilled. You can't say Kyrie Irving does not have an impact on winning basketball, on playing you know, the game, yeah, it's just he has to have the right team around him. Look at LeBron James when he was with LeBron, a great passer, a great leader, a great defender. His negatives got overlooked, and he didn't have to 
carry the team. And, uh, you know, I just, I really think that Kyrie Irving is right, right about here because he does have his negatives, even though he is a, just a dynamic scorer of all of all time. I mean, he's just so special. It's hard to hard to compare him to anybody else. So then we're going to go ahead and transition to the number 15th player, the top 15 guys on this board and the 15th guy is somebody that's definitely um is definitely uh having his um best way I can put it is he's redeemed his career and that's Paul George Paul George had that shot go off the backboard and everybody was losing the mind oh my gosh Paul George is not a not a star he's not a winner he doesn't he's not clutch well look at what he's done over the last few years I mean he put the Clippers on his back and took them to the uh, Western Conference Finals the year before last year I mean he's he put the Clippers in good positions last year when he was playing I mean the year before last year without Kawhi Leonard that guy was like 20 29, 28 points per game, good passer, five assists per game, ridiculously gifted defender. Like, we have to give him his flowers. And just because most people don't understand the fact that because when you have Kawhi and Paul George on the same team at the same time, that they score from the same similar spots, that they don't work really well together. So he doesn't really get the stats. He doesn't really get the rhythm like he should. And that's just, you know, situational problems. But you can't negate the fact that he is a special player as the star. And, um, you know, he's better than Kyrie because even though Kyrie might be the better individual scorer, Paul George is a better passer and light years ahead of him defending. And, you know, that that type of thing is lead the winning and lead the winning basketball. So Paul George is one of those guys that he's a winner. He just has never had the ability to be on the stage other than when the Pacers were really good. Um, and they were battling LeBron, and he was that guy. Um, number 14 is another injury-prone guy. It's so hard to know what he's going to be next year, and I just can't trust in his name's Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis is number 14. I mean, we've talked about this guy top five before. This guy used to be a lock top ten. But when you're averaging 22 points per game and you're going down statistically downhill and most of his stats showing that he's not working on skill, I mean, 13% from the three-point line, that's definitely downhill. He used to be a borderline 30%, low 30s, mid-30s, three-point shooter a few years ago. And that's just, he's gone downhill um, skills-wise, but you can't take away things defensively. This guy's a freak of nature defensively. Guards 1 through 5 allows you to play him at the power forward position if you want to because of his versatility. Um, great rebounder, great shot blocker at the rim. A special lob threat, a really good mid-range guy, gets his own shot. Um, you know, he can work his way up much higher on this list, but it's hard to trust a guy who was averaging 22 last year that just looked disheartened, looked like he wasn't working as hard, and all the things that have happened in the offseason where he's said he didn't touch a basketball for a month or something like that. It's just it's hard to trust this guy to really work on his game and really uh, become better, and it's a sad thing, but, you know, this is what he's earned. He's earned the 14th spot on this list. All right, the next guy on this list in number 13 is Damian Lillard. 
Dame Dalla is a really great scorer. I mean, Damian Lillard is special when it comes to scoring the basketball. Perimeter shot creator for himself, deep three-point range. It's going to be a lot of fun watching him shoot it from the volleyball line next year. And, uh, man, that guy is so special. And he's still old, I mean, young enough to be really good next year. He's not old enough where it's like, I'm really worried. Um... He's a good passer, much better better passer than Kyrie Irving. A better defender. He's an average defender. Nothing special, but very, very average. And his ability to pull out the defense so far out to the volleyball line makes him more valuable because that allows more spacing and more easy shots for everybody else on the floor when he's on the floor with them. <clears throat> All right. The next guy on this list, man, is exciting. Next guy on the list is number 12, Ja Morant. Now, you know, this league is so good that he's number 12 and athletic freak. Only going to get better. Good passer. Pretty average defender. Nothing special defensively. Um, Really uh, a perimeter shot creator for himself. He just needs to be a little more efficient from the three-point line. Needs to get better from that um, side of things. But he's just... So special attacking the rim, so special with his floaters and his ability to just hang in the air and make great finishes near the rim. Um, he is he is just a really good passer. Well, really has a great head on his shoulders when it comes to being a leader and having high basketball IQ. He makes his team better. And this is just an indicator of how good the league is going to be next year in the top 10 that a guy like this misses. Um, number 11 is Jason Tatum. I mean, we just saw this guy dominate in the NBA Finals. This guy is a 28-29 point-per-game scorer. He's definitely improved as a passer to a certain extent where it's not like a great strength, but it's also not like a great negative. He's just kind of in the middle. Um, you know, he's he is a phenomenal defender now. Like, he is special defensively now. Um, he's worked so hard to get better at that, and everybody should be proud. He should be proud of himself, becoming a complete basketball player like that. So, a man defends the light out of the basketball. Um, the next guy is somebody who's so underrated because we live in the moment. It's crazy to think that he gets this much disrespect. It's Trey Young. First things first, passing ability make everybody else better. I mean, this guy's a great passer. He's been compared to Steve Nash before. Like He's a special top five passer in the NBA. Um, you pair that with a great three-point shot creator who hasn't really developed the range yet perfectly yet he has a room to grow to become even better shot creating for himself in the three-point line. He has room to grow to become better moving off ball. Um you know, he's he's got a lot of areas of growth that could happen next year. Um, and another thing that I want to say is he's not a great defender, but you have to understand that he leads to winning basketball because of how much attention he draws for so far out. And, you know, people, reason why I brought up the prisoner moment thing is two years ago he led his team to the Eastern Conference Finals, and John Morant didn't do that, but... He, he didn't get near the same love, but he was averaging 29, 28 points per game. 29, it was like 28 and 8 is what Trey Young had last year. And he wasn't getting nearly the public notoriety as John Morant just because John Morant had a better team. 
it's just it's it's all situation it's all media and i'm just not gonna let my, that get in the way of what a special player trey young is i mean this guy's gonna be leading to winning for a very long time um his passing ability paired with his three-point shot creation for himself is special he's by far the greatest passer of all time with the three-point shot creation from the deep range what i mean by that is he's a better passer than steph he's a better passer than dame it's not even close like this guy's in a special round so you really have to give credit to his name. Um, he's definitely earned number 10. Every guy on this list, top 10, are special. Um, the next guy on this list is number 9, is Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler is a really, really good mid-range shot creator for himself, a phenomenal passer, a phenomenal defender. Now this might you, – you have to remember Jimmy Butler was having such a great – playoffs in the east that it was insane i mean jimmy butler was that guy in the playoffs last year and we just can't let that go so that's why he's number nine so uh oh jimmy what are you thinking about jimmy butler chris james butler um yeah yeah i think that he's never been in a better situation than he is in miami um i mean True. Who would have thought, you know, these years ago when he was with Chicago, you know, playing with Derrick Rose, that he that this is the type of player that he would have turned into? Because, um, <laughs> like, I was like, huh? Didn't he go on? Yeah. I don't know. But, man, J- Jimmy, I think that he's in a good situation. Like I said before, I think he just has, like, like they have all of the tools to win. It's just whether or not they can figure out how to use them. Um, one thing that's going to be mm-hmm. a big downfall for that team going forward but not necessarily Jimmy, will be whether the coaching can realize what they have on the bench. Um, don't be a Denver Nuggets type of squad. Realize that you have Tyler Hero. He should be your mm. guy. You know, that's that's your future right there. He can he can do it, whether defense or yeah. not. You know, you have Jimmy on the team for a reason. You have Bam on the team for a reason. These are your defensive guys. You just have to figure out Tyler Hero. Um, mm. But, yeah, Jimmy, I mean, like, yeah. what? I mean, he's probably going to be a 25-point-per-game score, more than likely, because he's just – because he just, he does not he he's literally the epitome of mm. just like and I said this before I think when we were talking about the uh, playoffs when they were playing against Celtics he's the epitome of playing his own game he literally does not do anything that he normally wouldn't do like he doesn't yeah. go okay I'm gonna shoot threes today but I normally shoot jump mm-hmm. shots in the mid range no every game he's gonna play is gonna be mid range drop to the basket defend that's he really knows how to just play with it play his own game and he's mastered that he's mastered his game and not many players do that because a lot of players you know like mm. they get to a point where they're like i have to change i have to do this you know i can't really it, it may not work this way the you know i've been told this people are in my ear about this but J- jimmy butler really just like this is me this is the game i'm gonna play and it's working so i'm gonna keep doing that i'm gonna work on the skills that i have that i'm good at and mm. i'm just gonna be the best at that Yeah. Yeah, he he's he's definitely a worker. And all of these guys are the top ten of workers. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> are you ready to kick it number eight? This is this is prime time with this guy. I mean Kawhi Leonard, number eight heading into next year. He's actually gonna be healthy. It's gonna be crazy to actually watch him play in the NBA again. So what do you think about um, Kawhi? I just feel like if they can figure it out. Because, I mean, Kawhi's going to be Kawhi, but if they can figure it out with, between him and Paul George and, and kind of have, like, kind of a Boston sort of system where they have, like, 
maybe they start initiating their offense from different sides of the court instead of on the same side because they they really play the same. Um, mm-hmm. But I mean, like Kawhi coming in, I mean, like name wise, he would be in, in the top eight coming in. But you know, like we don't know what the injury technically did to him. He hasn't played in a minute, so I mean, like I want to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm expecting healthiness as well. I'm just expecting healthy, him to be healthy. He's going to be a top 10 player no matter what. But if he's not healthy, then we might see more Paul George than what we would like to. I could see that. Yeah, definitely. I th- I think, you know, he is um, – Kawhi is just a, such a phenomenal defender. He's so phenomenal at being his mid-range guy and just – Finding, getting to his spots and getting his shots up at the areas where he wants to get those shots up, and I really, I really, really think that you know Kawhi Leonard is—he's just one of those guys, man. That's such a quiet killer, such a quiet killer, and um, you know this this top this top eight is ridiculous. These these guys, all these guys are special, and the next guy is a sad moment. Legoat, Legoat's number seven. The reason why I have Legoat number seven is he's thirty-eight next year. Okay, I mean most people when they're thirty-eight, like this is when Kobe was retiring. Like, like most of these guys when they're thirty-eight, these guys are averaging ten points a game. Like, uh, father time is inevitable. Father time catches all athletes, and you know he's slowly going downhill you can see it you can see that the explosion's not as high as it used to be you can see that he's not as athletic as he used to be and there comes a point in time where skill can only do so much um his 6 8 250 frame is gonna help him age gratefully because he'll always have size um but his skill is definitely gonna be still high tier I expect him to still be a great passer um I'm I'm expecting 24 8 and 8 25 8 and 8. That's what I'm expecting him to be a great passer, but you know, he's number 7 because I just I think these these guys in this league now that are top 6 are ridiculous. Like every single one of these guys are absolutely insane. So, uh LeBron James, yeah, the goat is number 7. All right, so we're going to kick it to number six. Number six is Kevin Durant. KD's still like 34, 35. He's still going to be in his peak. He's still a great scorer. He's still a great mind manipulator where it's just a great mind of scoring. Um, But, you know, he's fallen out of the top five because he earned it. We saw him get exposed by the Boston Celtics and get exposed because of his lack of passing the basketball. His passing ability, his high turnovers, there's a lot of issues. We saw that guy get exposed when he doesn't have a dynamic point. I mean, that guy has enjoyed point guard paradise for 15 years. He had Russell Westbrook, top 10 point guard of all time. He had Steph Curry, who's in a competition for the best point guard of all time. And he had Kyrie Irving, who has the skill to be a top 10 point guard of all time. Just may not have the resume because of games played and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, Kevin Durant is 
been blessed with great point guards and we saw him really get exposed really it was really bad and all these guys in the top five are insane like these guys are special and for him to be there it's he's got to be special as well and it's just these this top five is one of the greatest top fives in the nba in depth Uh, just depth of great top five talent all right so we're gonna go number five number five is Nikola Jokic. I mean, how many times do we have to see him just carry that Denver Nuggets team and be great to really get the point in our heads that the man's 28, 10, and 10, and you're going to get it every night, and he's going to be one of the greatest passers ever. He's the greatest passer ever at the center's position by a gazillion miles. Um, His ability to handle the basketball and be versatile is just ridiculous. It's so much fun to watch a 6 foot 11 guy do stuff like that uh can't really defend but when you make your teammates better every single second of the game like he does with his passing ability you have to put that in the value that has to be valued that has to be shown and um nikola Jokic is ridiculous ridiculous um great three-point shooter highly efficient basketball player the more talent you put around him the more better your team is he is just a conductor a conductor if your team's good then you know it's it's it, it you have talent Jokic makes it there's nobody that can't play with Jokic um, at all so that's really how special he is and number four number four on this list is Steph Curry Steph Curry, yes, I know you may disagree with me. Yes, Jason, you're a prisoner in the moment. No, I'm not. We've seen this guy account to winning way too much for people to not get it into their thick skulls that whatever you think about him statistically is not what he is on the real basketball floor and how he equates to winning. Because he equates to winning because... Yes, can he average 30 on a bad team? Sure. But where he becomes special is, yeah, is he a good passer? Yes, is he average defender? Sure. But this is this is where things really, really become special. Yes, is he a great three-point shooter at the perimeter? Sure. Yeah. Okay, then what's the difference between him and Dame? The difference between him and Dame is when he lets go of the ball, it's death for everybody else who's playing against him. It's 24 seconds of I'm running around. I'm creating great opportunities for everybody else that's playing with me. With him. Because of all the attention he draws. Because of all of his movement. Because of all of those type of things. He is just so special in that realm. And, you know, Steph Curry is the greatest off-ball mover of all time. And it's... You have to understand... That that leads to so much winning because of all the attention it gets. And nobody else does that in the league. Trey Young doesn't do that. Dame Dollar doesn't do that. And it's just his own special thing. And people really have to account that to winning basketball. Because all that attention he draws leads everything else to be easier for everybody else. When everybody else touches the basketball, when everybody else moves, it's really easy for everybody else. And it's because of Steph Curry. And you have to give him the love because of that. And, uh, yeah, this guy's number four. In the top three, oh, man. Oh, my goodness. This top three are so special. Number three is Joel Embiid. 
I don't know whatever everybody else is smoking, but Embiid's the better center. Yes, is Jokic a great passer? Yes, is Jokic a great, efficient basketball player? But you need to stop using analytics and actually watch the basketball game to understand whenever he draws double teams, whenever he gets to the ball in the paint, it is, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, red flags, oh Start the alarms because we are about to get two points given up or we are doubling. It is an immediate double. This guy is ridiculous. Highly skilled, mid-range shot creator for himself, mid-range ISO guy, post-death, um, three-point shooter, pretty okay passer, good shot blocker at the rim, dominant rebounder, dominant force. His You have to understand his force. His force is so much more. It's, it's like Steph where it draws in so much attention that it makes everything easier for everybody else. And people have to understand that. And look, it's hard to calculate it. It really is. But it when he gets the ball in that paint, man, it is over with. It, all that attention he draws have to go into your evaluation of how valuable he is as a player. And then never will go on the stat sheet. So, you know, I really think MB's three. And, man, these top two guys are ridiculous. These two are the bird of the in magic of this next decade. And, and Luka Doncic is two. Um, Luka Doncic is... One, we just watched him take his team to the Western Conference Finals with Jalen Brunson as the second best player on the team. Uh, describing this guy is so hard because he, one, he's a maestro passing the basketball. I mean, it's ridiculously special. He makes everything easier for everybody else. He draws so much attention into him because of his dynamic of scoring and passing. And he does it so much more in an efficient manner than James Harden did it in much so much more of a high basketball IQ manner than James Harden did it. And his ability to shot create from the perimeter, his ability to shot create from everywhere on the floor, his ability to make everybody else better. He can't defend, but that guy is ridiculous offensively and his value is just so astronomically high. And if you want to challenge me on that, then try to figure out how he took that team to the Western Conference Finals. And I'll tell you how crazy you are. Because, look, he he took them there. You can't argue it. He took them to the Western Conference Finals off of his talent. That man almost beat the Clippers when they had Kawhi and Paul George by himself. Right, this guy has done so many things in prior playoff series where this guy's averaged 38, 10, and 10. And like something, it's this guy's he's insane in the playoffs. The way he steps up, the way he this guy's ridiculous. This guy's a this guy can be a top 10 player of all time. And we got another guy that can be that and can be the greatest power forward of all time, and that's Giannis Antetokounmpo's number one. I mean. If you don't have him number one, you weren't watching a television screen last year because it's 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 his league. This is his league because he does everything. He's a top five defender in the NBA. He's a t- top five rebounder in the NBA. He's a top five passer in the NBA. He's a top five interior force in the NBA. He just doesn't shoot threes. I it's it's ridiculous. His athletic gifts are insane. His ability to put pressure on the pressure at the rims insane. It's invaluable. It's it's LeBron like. That's what he is. He's LeBron like, and um, 
you know, the greatest comparison ever to LeBron James is him. And uh, he's so special. He plays every single second, puts his heart on the floor, cares about winning, cares about being a leader, cares about high basketball IQ, cares about defensive basketball IQ. This guy is a winner. I mean, if Chris Middleton was in the, the Eastern Conference f- playoffs last year, they would have went to the NBA Finals and they would have beat. They, they, they took the Boston Celtics to six without Chris Middleton. They took the team that people had favored to win the NBA Finals before the NBA Finals started against the Golden State Warriors to six without Chris Middleton. With the great defensive team that they had, and he made it look like you have you can you can throw out Wilt, you can throw out MJ, you can throw out LeBron, you can throw out Gary Payton, you can throw out whoever you want all time defenders. I it doesn't matter. It does not matter. I'm still scoring. Bill Russell still scoring. It, it, this guy's unstoppable, and he deserves number one because he does everything. He leads to winning. He's a winner. He's he just is, man. Just is. Giannis Antetokounmpo, best player in the NBA. So yeah, this is gonna be the end of the podcast. Chris had some personal um, stuff come up uh, during the podcast. Why I was uh, talking most of the podcast at the end there. So yeah, we definitely really appreciate you guys. Guys, listen to our podcast on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, wherever you guys are coming from. We really appreciate everybody. You know, we want to make this a a group and make people you know have other people they can talk about basketball with. We're gonna have a lot of creative ideas during the the uh, playoff, not the playoffs during the off season. Whenever Kevin Durant's Kevin Durant gets traded, we'll be talking about that. Donovan Mitchell gets traded, you know, those type of things are big news that just hasn't happened yet. So one of you guys some good content, top twenty-five players heading in the next season. So I'm Jason Collins, where the basketball is.